I need to come in and talk to him. Hey, you're good. Just get your mic closer. And I'm ready. Ready? Hey, everybody. That is Gary Smith. Hello. That is Kaz Kenny. Kapow! And I am Eddie Bramble, and this is episode 24 Holy of the moly. Blackwater's Edge podcast. Two dozen episodes, Two man. dozen. Kaz, what? We're talking about podcasts, not crabs, right? Right. <laughs> okay. Two dozen episodes. That's pretty good. Well, let's start us off with this week's fish report. All right, folks, here we go. Look, the fishing is absolutely amazing down here right now. Look, it... The best thing about Dorchester County is this. If you've never been here, first of all, you just don't know what you're missing. Second of all, the diversity that's here in the county is what makes this place such a special place. You know, If I want to go catch right now bull red drum, some black drum, five, six-pound speckled trout, or if I want to come in shore a little bit and catch 12-inch white perch, you know, some rockfish, some smaller drum, you know, anything like that, you know, uh, you can do that too, and then if you want to come even closer into fifty, you got Blackwater National Wildlife Refuge, the Snakehead Grounds. You can fish that, or you can keep going a little bit further to the east, and you can find all the freshwater fishing that you'd like to in the lakes and in the ponds. So that's like one of the good the good things about here at, at you know Dorchester County. So as far as fishing goes, folks, it's everything. The Snakehead scene is an absolute uh, stock market. We're up, we're down, we're all around. You know. Uh, so the thing that you want to do is you want to make sure that uh, you're, you're as diversified as these snakeheads are right now. We've got fish that are spawning. We've got fish that are pairing. We've got fish that are on beds. We've got fish that are uh, swimming around, eating everything they can. So we've got a little bit of everything going on inside the refuge. The bass the guys are catching, of course, they're giants, man. That's all that's left in here is giant bass. So you're going to catch them for the next two or three years, so enjoy it, folks. Come on down here. If you've never caught a five, six, seven-pound largemouth, they're here. And believe it or not, we've got lots of fish in the eight, nine-pound class in the refuge also. And uh, I've caught them myself, and I can back that up. So, uh, look, as far as catfish go, the catfish seems kind of slow during the day, but you can pick up a few at night. And, look, if you like catching eels, you could probably find yourself a nice four-foot eel to take home and throw in the bed and sleep with there overnight and get yourself all nice and slimy before you go to work the next day. You know what I'm saying? So they're, they're around. So a lot of people, they've been calling me, I think I caught a big snake. And they send me a picture. I'm like, look, it's an eel, you know. So if you're fishing and you catch uh, uh, something that looks like a snake in the middle of the night and you want to call me at 3 a.m. because you think you got some kind of snake, that's not what it is. It's an eel. Please put it back in the water or eat it, one of the two. Um, I think that's about what's going on here on the fishing front. It's a little bit of everything. If you move around, you'll find it. Hey, it was hot today. It was hot yesterday. So expect to slow down, you know, Still hot. Yep. start fishing at <laughs> night. You know, don't be afraid to get yourself a lighted bobber or a bobber and duct tape yourself. One of them snap glow sticks on your bobber. So you can cast it out there and see when it goes down without lighting up the field and scaring everything away. That's another one of them tips. I don't tell a lot of people. <laughs> so anyway, let's get this thing going. That's where we're about with fishing folks. So before I introduce our guest this week, Kaz, why don't you tell the people about who we were on with uh, two hours ago? We so, with so, live. so yeah, so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about that. If you didn't get a chance to see the live uh, feed that we threw up with uh, me, Eddie, and Gary, and Mr. Dave Skrosky over there at CCA, you missed a, a, a heck of a little uh, plug going on right there about some stuff in the tournament that they're putting on. So, uh, you know, we got the tournament that's going to open up this weekend. Dave walked through how to use the iAngler app and how to do everything. Folks, the good thing about this app is not only are we going to be able to look at real-time data through anglers that are fishing, which we haven't really done that yet, 
But we're going to be able to do that now. You're simply going to go on the iAngler app. You're going to register your fish when you check it in. But in the invasive categories, we're asking for your help. So we want you to take a picture of your gut content, throw it on a little ruler or something so we can see how big the meal was and how big the fish was that decided to eat that meal, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, one of the other things that we're seeing here in Blackwater is um, 80% of the fish that are being caught are female plus. So, you know, we're trying to figure out what that means to us now because up until last year, you know, we saw a pretty diverse catch that, you know, we had males. We didn't see it like this. So, you know, this this iAngler app, the good thing about it and the good thing about CCAs is in this app, you can not only – you know, register your fish. You can also include the gut contents, the length of the fish, when you caught it. Look, we don't want to know your spot. We don't want to know your honey hole. We don't want to know where you sneak off to in the middle of the night when you tell your old lady that you're going to the bar and you're really going fishing. So we just want to know the body of water where you're fishing at. That's all we really need. You know, that's all we need. So And Dave made it very clear that, that they're not going to devise the information. Yeah, yeah, they the, just the, want to. If if you do it online, it'll show. If you have GPS on your phone, it'll show your location. That's not going to be given away, so nobody's no. going to get your spot. Right. right. Now, all, all this information is going straight to DNR. All your all your gut content, all your uh, your location, all that is going to be going straight to DNR for data collection just to, so we can better understand what these snakeheads are doing. And, and, and that's the main goal here. And, and I think the biggest thing here is that this is going to help, you know, the state out in more ways than one. We're going to not have to hire all these biologists to come in and survey this river, that river, this river. We're reaching out to you. We're asking you for help. That's what we're doing, okay? So uh, I don't know if you saw this week, Joe Love. He put out a little video this week asking for you. You can email him stuff too. But back to the tournament deal. I mean, the good thing about this is we'll get to be able to compile real-time data. We'll be able to save the state some money. And look, folks, I know that some of you are really upset with me because I keep talking about it. But you know what, folks? I'm sorry, I'm going to keep talking about it, and you're not going to like it. Conowingo Dam's an absolute disaster, folks. Look, it's a disaster, folks. I'm not making up a mountain out of nothing. I'm being serious. If you're up there and you're watching what's going on, you know what I'm talking about. And I've got some friends at work there that are, you know, talking to me about what they're seeing inside the dam, what they're seeing where, where you're not seeing, okay? And what a lot of folks don't understand is that, you know, when they let that water rip out of that dam, yeah, we all catch fish. We're all in line. We're all there waiting to do that. But as soon as they shut that water down, all them fish have been up there by the dam, guarding their fries, swimming with their babies. On the west side, folks, you know when they shut that dam down, there ain't no water over there. And what do the snakeheads want? And where do they thrive? And where do they take their babies? So the problem we're having is, yeah, you all catching them over here on this side, but ain't nobody catching them over there. And I'm not asking you to trespass on places you're not supposed to be because you're certainly not supposed to be over there. I'm trying to raise the awareness so you realize how serious this is, man. You all are out there blowing this stuff all over the place. I'm sorry, but what I'm seeing and what you're telling me that you've learned or what you've been educated as or what you're seeing, not the same I'm seeing. So I'm going to keep it as real as I can here. We're going to keep it as real as we can here. And if that's not what you're about, then... I don't know what to tell you, man. We're doing the best thing that we can do to make a difference. And if you're an angler and you care about your water, then by all means, you should be doing the same stuff. I'm sorry. Sorry for the rant, guys, but you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so where I wanted to tell you is, you know, all these snakeheads are over there on that west side when that water ain't running, when they cut that water open and they push them down the river, 
Now they're deciding they want to go up in Octorera because they know they're smart enough that if they go back where they were, that something might happen to their babies. So now they're carrying all their babies up the Octorera with them. So, and this is not a lie. I got guys telling me they're shooting them off of bridges all over the creek from the roadside. So if you want to think that ain't a problem, let's just think about what we saw last year and what you all see this year. And if you can look me in the eyes and tell me, well, you know, Kaz, they only caught a handful last year day up there, and now they're catching 87 an hour. Something's wrong. So do your part. Thank you, CCA, for what you're doing. And we're going to do as Absolutely. much as we can do to help you promote. We're going to do as much as we can to help the state to get answers and to get the truth out there. That's what we're going to do. We all want the truth. You know what? I've been working five years to try to find the truth. And I think we're just about close to finding it. So, you know, Dave, thank you. CCA, thank you. And you can join CCA for $75. Is that what it was, Dave? Or I think it's less than that. It might be less than that. But you join CCA. You can get in these tournaments. And you can help do the same things that we're doing, which is make a difference in your community. So, thank you. What about the Calcutta? So, Blackwater's Edge is sponsoring the Calcutta for the Invasives Division um, for snakeheads and invasive catfish. Um, what, I think it's total inches. Yeah, so 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 the total inches um, is I think how they're doing that Calcutta, right. you know. And I think what are we what are we paying for the it's, Calcutta? It's twenty dollars enter, and it's gonna be seventy five twenty five for the so, Calcutta. So seventy five twenty five. What we're doing with that money is we ain't putting it in our pockets like everybody thinks we're doing. No, it's it's we're giving back it to back the... to the community. That's what we're doing with it. Okay, so CCA will take that twenty five percent, and we're gonna reinvest that back into our communities to try to do the things that we need to do. You know, to try to to to, to swing some change or bring about some change. You know, so. It's just altogether a good thing, you know. So, and I think that, you know, you snakehead guys out there, let's show them what's up, man. Let's show them that you want to win some money. Let's see that big boy. Bring him by the store. Let's take your picture. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's it's $20 enter. You can either enter here at the store or you can enter online at the uh, the CCA's tournament page. Um, I can't remember the exact uh, URL. I'll, I'll have it in the yeah, description after, yeah, the, after yeah, the podcast. We'll get all that so up. And then, and then if you want to, you can go back on Blackwater's Edge. And I think we did put up our little live broadcast yes. earlier today mm-hmm. so that you can go back and read that after the <clears throat> podcast today but look before i forget we didn't even say this and i know we said we were going to so at the end of the show we're going to give away a bunch of prizes we're going to start doing that this week and we're going to begin doing that every week that we do the show so hold on tell, tell them exactly why we're doing this so the reason that we're doing this is because we want to raise the awareness we want to educate the public and we want to give back you know we want to say thank you for the things that you're doing to help. And I think the way that we can do that is by giving back to the community. You know, we don't want to continue to take from the community. We don't want to continue to complain about the community. We want to come together and we want to make a difference. So, I mean, that's, that's part of it. What else might I be missing there? Any, anything you can think well, of? Eddie? Well, you've moved your, your Sunday fun day giveaway to. I didn't want to tell this. them all that, but that's okay. Let's tell them. Go ahead. <laughs> so Kaz is moving. I, th- I thought you said. No, no, I want you to. That's why I set it up like this. Go ahead. Because I'm getting so, ready to get loud here in just one second. So go ahead. Oh, you're waiting until the end, though. It's at the I end. No, but I just want to do one loud thing okay. right now. That's all. Go <laughs> so, so Kaz has changed his, his Sunday fun day giveaway from the crab stand. Now he's going to be doing it here on, on the podcast every Thursday. So. We're still going to call it 
The Sunday Fun Day Giveaway! <laughs> but we're going to do it on Thursdays. So that's just going to alleviate some stress on my end with everything that's going on between everything that we're doing. And we can consolidate it once a week into this hour rather than me stressing out every day because I ain't got time to get it done. Look, we love you. Blackwater's Edge is coming in on the Crab Stand Sunday Fun Day Giveaway. We've got a bunch of other people that are coming in there. So every week we're going to share this to the Crab Stand. You're going to be able to see if you won. We're going to see how many prizes we got. I think today we got nine... Nine, nine, pri- prizes. nine prizes going out today. So, all right, enough of all that stuff. Right. Let's get this thing rolling. Before we get to the nine prizes. One more thing? No. no. <laughs> this week, we have a, a, another special guest this week, and it is Chris Dixon. Chris, how you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty damn good. <laughs> so, once a tell lot of stuff going on. Oh, here. yeah, a lot, of, a lot going on today. Oh, yeah. So, so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? I don't know. I, I, I mean, I met Kaz. Uh, actually, I can tell you exactly where I met Kaz. I met him at Maple Dam. Uh, up by the pond, he was fishing with minnows. Stopped just bullshit with him for a little bit, and uh, I've not. That's five, six years five, ago six now. Years ago, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know when snakeheads came on the scene. I was actually bass fishing, uh, probably down like drawbridge area more. Griffin's neck. He catched a lot of nice bass back then, but you don't catch them as much now. But um, there was a guy there that was talking about snakeheads. I got hooked up with him and. Uh, I started catching snakeheads with him throwing buzz baits, and every time we'd find something else that works, worked a little bit better. This worked better than that one. This color, you know how it goes now. Somebody comes out with a new bait now, it's not, oh, yeah. it's nonstop, you know. <laughs> Everybody knows instantly. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. you got the white swim baits now, and, you know, that's my biggest thing. <laughs> everything, everything works when it does. That's yeah, right. when it's working, it's great. And, you know, everybody's got their own... Uh, their preference on what swim baits. I just happen to be throwing addiction baits right now, and he has his own uh, swim baits now, and and they, I love them. Yeah, he he showed them on here, and they were they looked fantastic. Yeah, yeah they that's work. What, that's they work we really well. Them last weekend. Yeah. Yep, they work really well. And then uh, the splatter baits. I mean, everything that he makes is a fantastic product, and I and I I'm not just blowing smoke up everybody's ass about him because he doesn't. He gave me a couple when he first started them just to try out, and I did, and I like them, and I still now I buy them. So it's a good product, and, you know, if I find something I like, I stick with it. Let's uh, – well, how old were you when you started fishing? Do you remember Do you remember anything about your first fishing trip, the first fish you caught? I mean, what, what do you remember? What got you to where you are today with the fire that you got every day that says, I can't wait to get off work so I can go jump in my kayak and I can go catch me a fish? So. Shit's getting deep now, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're going back. We're, we're going to do a wave. We're, we're getting good. <laughs> yeah. Now, I grew up in Miami on the canals, like yeah. in between Miami. Well, that's and, what I want you to talk about. So, and, yeah. uh, uh, you know, the Gulf Coast, like dead smack in the middle. It's all canals there. You got Tamiami oh, Trail. Ramp, ramp monsters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a townhouse community, but we li- there was a canal that ran around in there. It was a lake and everything. So we used to fish the banks all the time. Alligators swimming by. You know, they didn't bother you. You don't bother them, they don't bother you. Now, back then, did, did you catch things like Oscars and yeah. angel fish? No, no, and no, no, no. Like we that, did like catch Oscars. Today? Yeah, Oscars have been around for a while. I, th- I think some of the, some of the cool stuff that I see, I don't know how cool it is, but I think just the diversity of fish that are able to make it oh, in those the, canals, the, the peacock bass. Yeah, the peacock bass. The, you know, I wish I mean, they were around. Yeah. Were, were, yeah. The, were the, uh, the, the other snakeheads down the there? The bullseye? Yeah. No, I've never even seen them. Never, never seen them. I mean, I've seen them online, but I haven't seen them in person because I haven't been back down there. When I do go back down there, I'm going for. I'm going We're to all going to make a trip it, yeah. this winter. Don't worry about that. Yeah. We're going to put that together. I got so. a guy that a, a, a 
pretty well-known guy that lives down there, Alberto, and I, I think he'll hook us up with some. Uh, I do too. Snakehead and some peacock fishing. So, it's definitely on all our buckets. Yeah. yeah, Corey. Uh, I don't know if you know Corey or not. Corey Salas. Salas. He uh, told me anytime I come down, look him up, and we'll we'll get out there. Did you tell me you shouldn't tell guys like us that because we could make a decision <laughs> in the middle of the night and be there on? We might just wake up and go, "Hey, we're going to Florida." <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, I, I remember bass fishing with. Uh, just a, a mirrored rattle trap and catching bass all the time. It was like left and right. You catch bass. And now, you know, you want to go catch bass. You can't. You catch snakehead. You want to catch crappie. Eh, if you know where to go and you know what to use, you can catch a crappie. I mean, if I take Wayne fishing sometimes, he'll catch crappie and not snakehead. So, <laughs> just so, saying. So, so, so you started out in Miami. You know, you, you, you grew up there doing some fishing. When, when did we come to Maryland? Let's talk a bit about I was probably uh 15-ish. I mean, I, I came up here and visited my uncle. My uncle owned a welding shop. So, I mean, I've been welding all my life. Um, so, that got me into a trade. School was never my thing. <laughs> my neither. My neither. You know, Amen. you find that, that, that fisherman that always wants to be outside. That's me. I, I was the same in school as I am sitting at this table. So, believe me, <laughs> I was in trouble, and I was sent to the corner, and I was sent out to sit in the whatever, out in the middle of the pot or whatever, away from everybody in the little right. cubicle where nobody could see you, you know? So. Right. I get all that. So, so we know you like welding. We know you like to work. We know you're a hustler. Um, other than snakehead, what was your favorite fish to chase? I know you said bass, but what else do you like to catch? You know, here, what, what you know? Like- I was actually mostly rockfish. I would go out Clores Point and I would jig for them right off that drop off. See, I remember know. when me and you yeah, first met that that's what you talked about. It was rockfish. You had this boat we talked about, oh, you yeah. know. And I'm like, man, I was like, if this guy likes fishing like that, I can't wait yeah. to see what he yeah. falls in love with these oh, snakeheads. That's you what know it what happened. That's, and that's what happened. You know, bills came up and things get, you know, you sure. got to have money for something. Right. You sell that's the right. boat and you get to right. pay your bills and, you know, and then you start fishing the kayak. But, uh, so now instead of a four thousand dollar boat, you got a four thousand dollar kayak. I don't no, 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 I'm just, I'm just kidding. I wish I had a four thousand dollar kayak. You don't have to buy Sometimes I don't. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, the pedal thing seems nice, but you know, I got I got a couple ideas. Put a motor on the back of this thing, so, so you I can need, get you to need those to... far away areas that you know you want to get to. When you go to your spot and there's eleven people already there. And it's just you just get fed up with it. Just get one of those uh, kayaks with the with the jet ski motor on with the joystick to control. Yeah, I want one of those so bad, man. Like, <laughs> dude, like I could be in so much trouble if I got my hands on that Oh man, yeah, go thirty miles an hour on a kayak. Oh man, man. dude, That'd I'd be, be going by the bank pulling that thing, just fishtailing everybody and getting them all wet. Be like, yeah, you know. You should get one. They only start like they're like eight grand. Yeah, yeah. Well, eight, well, eight or ten thousand. Cheaper by the dozen. We get a bunch of people together. We can get yeah, some, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> Gary can get him. I know that seventy five hundred. Yeah. Um, so you're working now, you got minimal time to fish in the evening. Um, what's going on out there for you right now with your fishing? What are you seeing? What are you catching? I mean, you're out there a lot. So, so, you know, the public asks every day us these, these hot questions. Let's talk to the guy who's been out there the last week and a half, two weeks. What have you seen? Oh, I actually got a call. Um, people that I know, uh, had some baby geese in their pond and they had three baby geese and then. Two of them disappeared, and they were like, what do you think it could be? And I was like, well, could be largemouth bass, could be snakehead, could be snapping turtle. But they didn't think they had any snakehead. They didn't the pond, know. Right? They do. And they've had geese for years there with no problem. I think yeah. that's what you were telling me. Yeah, and these are phone. real small geese. So um, went over there. Uh, we fished that for a while. Um, had a couple blow-ups. Snakehead, definitely, just from the bubbles. Um, Wayne just 
got tired of it and started catching crappie. <laughs> so he was out fishing me because he caught everything that was in that pond. He asked for it, didn't he? Today? Catfish, bass, bluegill, crappie. I told him, I said, we're not here for those. We're here for one snakehead, at least, to find this big snakehead, at least. Right. So after, you know, an hour or so, we, I got looking around the back, and there was another pond that linked onto this thing. And sure enough, he went in there, and he caught two eight-pound bass. Could be. Then I brought in that four, four-and-a-half-pound snakehead. So on the addiction splatterbait. <laughs> That so, he that he was like, oh, I'm not sure. I never I never have any luck with it. And that was like boom, 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 three yeah. hits on it right after bat. That's my go to, you know? man. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling I don't know what it is. Daryl, 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 Daryl. You got to be feeling the love, right? You got I don't know you what can it is. Slow them down, it. man. You can creep them through the water and they're yeah. still rattling. You yeah. can't beat it. Yeah. Now, I know Eddie hasn't had much time to fish this year. Oh yeah, my you? God, we've been so busy here at the store. It's been unreal. Well, I mean, not, we've been very lucky because, I mean, with the, this whole coronavirus mess, we've been still been very busy at the store. Thank everybody for that. I mean, that's yeah. it's phenomenal that the support we've gotten through. Yeah, is, you ain't kidding about that's that. That's awesome. Yeah, we've been very lucky. So, so you fished our tournament trail. Oh, yeah. Well, I did until the whole. Uh, Shoulder, Shoulder incident. That was on, uh, was that the first or the second well, one? We had to, well, I just want to talk about how bad AZZ you are. That's all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because you won badass snake fishing. I always came in with fish. That's I might right. not have been That's the right. best, biggest one. That's right. But I always came in with some. You're always right there. And But, but yeah, I think it was the second tournament when you, in the middle of it, you tore your rotator cuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that like, was, that was a, we figured it out to be like a 14 mile paddle. Holy in cow. two days. Hey, so, hold, on, hold on, we need a better story now. Folks, look, he was out there fishing, and he was hooking so many big ones, man, like the six one that he caught, man. I seen him when he came in, his shoulder was just hanging off his body like that. I said, are you all right? He said, I don't know. I had this big snakehead hook, man, tugged, towed my kayak around for 14 hours, man, and it just, I don't know what happened. I like that one better. You you could you could say that story anytime you want. You know, I'm going to tell you how it was. You know, fishing one side of a creek and then fishing all the way to the other side of the creek. And, um, you know, after that first day, we were, uh, we weren't going to make way in on Saturday. It wasn't going to happen. And, you know, so I was like, I'm just going to stay here and fish for a little while. Um, Sunday went out, didn't do the whole both sides of the Creek. Um, went in a shorter route and it wasn't as bad, but coming back, that wind was like right in our face. And, you know, I was just paddling hard to make back to way in. You know, I felt it when it, when it happened, I, I felt it, it just, it was like instant sore. And, and you won a little bit of money, didn't you, through the year? I mean, I, th- I think you got a couple couple checks, didn't you? Uh, I got a little bit here and there. The biggest one was Denton, you know. Damien's uh, my arch nemesis number two. <laughs> <laughs> All you boys are going to get ribbed today. I'm just letting you know. I'm not going to have any parts of it. I told well, him you know, Damien can do what he wants. Damien Cook, he already knows, you know. <laughs> he's got you know, to be my number two until next year's Denton. <laughs> when Denton has it, you know, I got to prove myself. And the only reason that whole, that whole thing came up was, you know, I go in there to register, and here's Damien, and he's talking all this smack. You know, you should just keep your money. You're, oh. not, you're not going to win this. And I was like, really? I was like, you should put all that stuff back because you can't catch any fish. <laughs> so it was like back and forth, and Chris was cracking up in the back. He was back there making a rod. He's cracking up. So, you know, that he what brought in, he would bring in a fish, I would bring in a fish. He would bring in a fish, I would bring in a fish. He brought in a 12-pound fish here and checked it in over I remember, there. I remember. And then Amped Up's tournament was the next week to catch and release one that I got all, all this trouble with, you know, to catch photo release. I took a picture of a live snakehead, smacked it in the head, and put it in the cooler. Um, that was perfectly legal. That was one of the biggest fish of the day. It would have been the biggest fish of that tournament, but where it's moving on the tape, 
I counted it as a 34 when actually it was a 34 and a half. The kid that won, it was his first snakehead tournament he's ever been Holy in. He cow. was like 13 years old. Yeah, There's yeah, no way yeah. I'm taking that from that kid and right. saying, Absolutely hey, not. hey, yeah. Tommy, no, no, I got biggest fish. No, you give that No, kid. I'm not. You know, I'm not about that. I'm not about, you know, keeping all my fish and not telling people where to go. I do kind of keep a little bit of secret here and there of where to go. We all do. You know, but if I'm fishing and it's like getting late and I've got three fish, I've got a list of people that want fish. They know that I catch fish. There's people that we do work with and work for, and they say, you know, if you ever get an extra fish, give me a call. And um, I call these guys pretty regularly. And, you know, I'll stop it by their house. They'll run out on the curb, grab it out of the cooler, and, you know, I've met a lot of people this way. I've met a lot of people that I fish with. I may fish on the other end of the county, and by the end of the night, I'm like, man, I don't want to fillet these fish. So I'll backtrack all the fishing spots, and I'll ask people, how you done? How'd you do? Uh, We haven't gotten any. Really? What are you using? I might even stop and fish with you for a while because I'll give you a bait or something like that, and I'll give you a fish by the end of the day because I don't want you. You travel two hours to get here. I'm going to make sure you go home with a fish. I think I think that's great, and Gary, I know you do that a lot too. Right. You know, when you have extra fish and things like that, and and I do just want to say this. You know, I don't know if anybody's looked at Facebook or anything, but I know there was a gentleman on there that left a comment about you, and 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 this, and this is what it's really all about. You know, I get it too. Eddie gets it too. Gary gets it too. You know, the man simply said, you know, I came down here to Dorchester County for my first time. I'd never been here. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any friends. He said, and I'll be honest with you. Chris Dixon was one of the first guys that I ever met, and um, that that just that just says that just says what what we do here. You there's know a, what there's I mean? exactly there's a lot of people that I've talked to on Facebook that I never met, like sure. Chris Chris Cop. He you sure. know he comes over here sure, and sure. he was fishing over here. I think here I've met him one time or maybe he, two. He stopped on the side of the road. I was fishing at Drawbridge, and I just caught like a five pounder. He stopped by, and I was like, "You get any?" He was like, "No, nah, you know, I didn't get any." I was like, "Here you go." Give him a five-pound fish, you know. Yeah. Take something home with you. Daniel's the same way. He he came from where Jersey. Yeah, you know we fast we uh, drove around a little bit, no, fished no, here and there. No, no, Dan Daniel Man Carey, the guy left the, the message. Yeah. I believe he's in Philly. I think in that's Philly. where he's at. But okay. regardless, you know, yeah, we rode, we yeah, rode around a little bit, and um, that was the first time I met him. But I caught one earlier, and he didn't catch any. So you know, I'm, yeah. take it with you, yeah. man. If you're gonna drive this far to you know try to catch a fish or have fun. Now I'm going to make sure you at least if I get one, you're going to have one. To take and and that's the thing I think a lot of people need to remember that even though we're the eastern shore and we're the epicenter of the snakeheads, I mean, snakehead populations are shifting other areas. You know, they're they're starting to come one other places. You know, we're going to lose some of the anglers that are coming here. Unfortunately, so we have to be as accommodating as we can be to these people, folks. People are accommodating anyway. I, you know, I, my wife grew up in Annapolis. We were dating, riding down the road one day, and she's she says to me, she says, "Why do you wave to them?" Well, I know him. She said, well, you can't know all these people you wave to. <laughs> and I said, no, but if you meet them every day and you wave to them when you're broke down on the side of the road and you've been waving to somebody for five years, how are they going to ride by and leave you staring? That's right. You That's know, you just, it's, I guess it's southern Dorchester hospitality. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really southern hospitality. You know, you just, my mom lives down in uh, in Georgia, in northern Georgia, and they, they call it throwing up. You know, you just throw your hand up in the air. <laughs> throwing up. Yeah, throwing up. I like that. You just, you just throw your hand up in the air when you pass somebody. Same difference here. You know, yeah. you just kind of throw a hand up and common courtesy, whatever. You know, everybody knows my truck, so if I'm broken down on the side of the road and 
if they've ever seen me, they know my truck. <laughs> so, uh, so, so that's just. So great. if I want to go fishing and I don't want anybody to know, that's I'm right. not taking my truck. <laughs> it's almost as bad as you know taking Wayne's truck or Kaz's truck. Or I'm not going fishing in Kaz's <laughs> truck. I won't get any. I won't get any fishing done because <laughs> he'll stop and talk to everybody. You're right. <laughs> I can't say too much because I'm about the same way. I, I'll stop and talk to you. <laughs> I, I think I think the biggest thing about about all of us here is that that we we do talk to people. Yeah. If somebody stops or we see somebody hurt, like Gary said on the side of the road here. We pull over. I can't tell how many times I stop. Hey, everything. Right? Yeah, I'm just talking to my phone. No, I just want to make sure you're all right. Yeah. Dang, nobody's ever done that before. Thank you. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll it should be like that him. everywhere. You know I'll what I mean? There's another one last night did the same thing. He was he passed me out a brand new Toyota Camry. And his hubcap on his right hand wheel was just wobbling like crazy. So I followed him home. He was in front of me going the same way. And I, when he turned on Stone Bounty Road, I followed him. I said, Where are you going? I said, We're going to tell this guy about his hubcap. So I pull up behind him when he pulls in his driveway. And he's, you know, he's like, He's going to give me the look, you know. And I, and I said, Hey, man, I said, I just want to tell you your hubcap's loose. You got a new car. I didn't figure you want to ride around with three hubcaps. He said, Appreciate it, man. You know, go on. But that's that's that, what you do. That's all it takes, man. I mean, good deeds are, are, are not enough. I mean, they're. they're they happen around this county more often than than, than people not, realize. Yeah, but it needs still needs to happen more. Well, it's like Mary called me and wanted to know did yep. she lose her fishing rod? Did she leave it down there? She did. I'm not gonna give it back, but, <laughs> but I found it. Mary, Mary Gary called me and asked me to leave a fishing rod, and I said, "Send me a picture." I said, "Yeah, that's mine." He said, "Are you sure?" I said, "Look, I gave you fifty bucks. It's mine." <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We yeah, we got it here for you. You know, uh, I I think um, you know. One of the coolest things about all of us here, I think, is that not just that we help people, but like if somebody reaches out to me and says, give me a general area, man, I like to help that person. The guy that I don't like is this. Hey, man, my, my grandmom, you know, she's 90 years old and she likes bingo, but she sure would love to catch a snakehead. <laughs> Look, I don't need your favorite spot, but maybe you can just give me the nearest cross street to the river you're fishing at, you know, and I can get her down there and make sure, you know, make sure we got a good place that we can go away from everybody. Are you kidding me? Here's an even better one. My two-year-old has a snakehead on her bucket list, and we'd like to get her down there so <laughs> she can catch too. one. I'm like, are you bringing the porta potty too on the side of the road, or how are we doing this? You know what I mean? So I think that we know when somebody's just trying to, you know, and we know the right guy or the kid that calls and yeah. says, hey, man, you know, I, I don't know you. You don't know me, but I'm getting ready to make the two-hour ride. And that's the thing. You know, if you're coming down here and you're going to take the risk of, going for a day and that's the thing you gotta understand i don't care if you come here to fish or if you go to the potomac to fish it doesn't mean you're going to catch fish every day right right you know so if you come in with that mentality that you're going to come down here and feel cool at 100 man you're, you're lying to yourself okay so realistically you're going to come down and if you catch them you're going to catch 50 or 60 if you catch them eating at the right time right what is the most you've gotten in a day i wanted to ask you that question i, I i've seen the coolers. you've seen say, my coolers i've I mean, sent you a picture yesterday of the cooler um, you know, I've had some really hot days by myself. I fished next to a guy who didn't catch anything. Started, I had two of my buddies, one from work. He shows up and he's not catching anything. The other guy's not catching anything. I've got 11 in the cooler. They're using the same thing. Why? I don't know. Happens, I could man. show you how to do it. I could show you how to reel, how fast to reel, but it's an all about like on a MEPS. You know, when you throw a MEPS and you start reeling it and you could feel that pull on there you know how much you can get it to pull you know you could go too fast with it and it starts rising up start just buzzing, like, buzzing like a right subsurface lure we don't want to do right. that right. right so i think that may have a part in it i'm not 
100% sure, but it's happened. Rainy days, I've sat there and caught, you know, 15, 20 of them. And then sunny days, <laughs> I started out with corn flour one day, that big-ass cooler full. Yeah. Um, I started out throwing, he was throwing uh, minnows on one side, and then he had a white swim bait. Well, I said I had a white foxtail, so it's kind of like a MEPS, but it's all white. Right. Brand new. Thing was white. I'll send you a picture, and we'll put it up here later, but... There's no paint left on this thing. I made sure I took a picture of it down at Drawbridge, matter of fact. And the people that have the, the house at Drawbridge, right. they camp out inside. And they have, you know, kids coming in and out of there. Sure. So there's a 11, 12-year-old kid, and he's walking down there, and he's trying to catch these fish, and he sees this cooler full of fish, and he I really remember. wants to catch one. I remember one. this story. I pop off the, you know, I've caught 35 fish on, yeah. this, on this one lure. There's no paint left on it. It's gray. It's just lead. That's it. <laughs> I give it to him like two casts later. Boom, he snags it and loses it. Oh. So I go to the truck. I got another brand new one. I said, all right, here you go. This is last chance. Don't lose this one. You got the brand new one. Um, so, yeah, he went in. He caught a couple. But, you know, that's it's that thing that he's throwing this. I'm throwing this. And technique. It comes down I, to technique. I, I don't know. I guess that's sometimes what it is. It's the speed of your it reel. Is. It's I, the presentation. And sometimes yep. it doesn't have to be. Just a slightest bit of difference, but it's yeah. presentation. I think it we could talk be just about like, that all the time, the presentation. You know, there, there's days Gary goes where... Well, that's 85%, you know, and then finesse is the other 15, yep. and that's what you learn it as can, you fish. It could come down to a, a body scent. I don't know. Yeah, the guy that I, I, the the guy that I work you. with, I'm going to throw it out here. But I'm telling you, by the end of the day, you can smell him coming a mile away. <laughs> hey, man. So are, you, saying, are you using that Castrol 90 weight again over there, brother, look, for, for look, underarm deer? Because that look, when, no he went, when he would come fishing with us and he wouldn't catch anything, and me and my buddy are catching six back-to-back, and I'm going, look, those bubbles right there. See those bubbles? Cast to it. He cast to it, cast to it, cast to it, cast to it. Nothing. And then I go, boom, first cast. I catch it. What is it? It's got to be your scent. I think it, it was, you know, he's a Budweiser guy, and he was straight Budweiser. <laughs> and it was like in his veins. I don't okay, know. That we're calling out beer drinks. Yeah, I don't know. I is think it, the snakeheads don't like Budweiser. They love Bud Light. I will tell Michelob you what. Light. Or, or Mick Ultra. <laughs> I heard there's a guy over there in Drawbridge drinking red, white, and blue, and he's catching them up, and I ain't heard that name since 1965. I can tell you, one, one drink they, they, don't, they don't disagree with is whiskey. I've never had any problem catching them with whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> or if you don't catch up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Mick Ultra seems to work for me. <laughs> oh my goodness, this is so much fun. <laughs> but um, here's another, you know, helping somebody out. Uh, JT Merriweather from RAR. Mm -hmm. uh, he called me up and he wanted to know, you know, what do I use? Where do I go? I got a client coming over, another brewer right. from over the bridge. He's coming over. He's called him over there, but, you know, this is like the epicenter. Everyone wants fish here. Where can I go? So I said, are you coming back in town? He said, I'll be at RAR in about 20 minutes. So I said, all right, I'll ride in. So I went through my tackle box. I got like 10 different lures, 10 different things, hook setups. I didn't have any bobbers at the time, so I didn't. I gave him everything but bobbers. And um, went through and told him about where to go and go here and there. And, you know, hopefully you could find a spot because you're coming down during the week. But with COVID, everybody's fishing. Right. Every day of the week. Every day. You have no breaks, and the, the fish are just... It was pretty crazy, brutal. man, when this thing, that COVID first started, they, just the vacationers, I want to call them, that just thought, hey, Non-stop. They camped out every day. day every know, day. Yeah. I got a guy, you know, we'll get back to the RER. He, he goes out, and I, I haven't talked to him since, but he did text me during the day. He was like, where can I get minnows? I was like, here, hit these guys up. And I gave him Damien's number, his personal number. I said, hey, call this guy. Tell him, you know, you need minnows. So I'm sure he did. He said, thanks. 
Um, I'll probably see him this weekend, find out if he caught anything. But, um, yeah, he, if somebody calls and, you know. I mean, we're not hiding stuff here. I'm you know, not I mean, hiding anything. That's what gets me about. Let's protect this spot. Let's protect, man. What do you protect? You know, when it really? first came, it, when know? it first came down to it, it was like, you know, we've done the, we've put the time in and find these spots. Yeah. But honestly, with everybody that fishes them now, you got your, you got Key Wallace, you got Maple Dam, Maple Dam, Maple Dam, you got Drawbridge, Aries, Transquaking, um, DeCourcy, DeCourcy. New Bridge, and I'm telling you, New Bridge is going to be, that is like the biggest cluster F you've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, I've got guys that oh, I know. What is it called, or what? Well, I'm, I'm trying to kidding. keep it. I'm trying to keep this, yeah. you know. I, I am the masturbator, but I'm trying to keep well, it. Well, that was my friendly. next question coming. I'm trying I was just saying, let's, let's just you know? get right to who you really are. So. <laughs> well, you know, I'm trying to keep it kid-friendly, but I do have bass fishermen that, you know, that I've been I've known for years and they've gone down there and they go, what the hell is going on? We cannot get our boat in there. We can't fish because, you know, the parking lot at 4 o'clock in the morning. Yep. Fool. And this guy is one of the guys that kept that place clean. The reason there's a trash can there is because of Buddy Foxwell. Buddy Foxwell, that, that was his, you know, he, he had a club. Thanks, and, Buddy. We appreciate And look, that. he goes down there and he puts that trash can there and he picks up the trash. I know. And that was where, mm-hmm. you know, he had his... his yearly tournament in July for, you know, his daughter that died. Um, and I fished that tournament. I don't know if that, I guess if we put the word out enough when it came time to have this tournament and it, and I am going to put the word out when it is the day of his tournament, it's an invitational. I'm going to ask people not to go there. Right? And, and I'll tell you what, and we will do everything that we can to help promote that for him. Yeah. I mean, he's been a great, great person in our community. Really? Yeah, you know, job. that's a tragedy that, 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 he wants to celebrate, you know yeah. what I mean? I, I don't mean it to sound like that, but we need to celebrate that. You know what I'm saying? We need to celebrate all that. That's so, a memorial. Yeah, right. so I mean, so I'm just saying, when you're ready to do that, you let me know. Right. And we'll even reach out to Dorchester County's finest. We'll yep. get them involved with us to get some help there because we're helping them out too. We're right. all working together, you know. I don't mind so. people fishing, but if you have an event like that that's been going on right. for years and right. years and right. years, right. I fished it. Not last year. I was doing something I couldn't fish it. The year before, I ended up fishing it, and that was with a buddy of mine as a as just a something to do. And um, I think I ended up taking third place in it with with a bass. You now, know? now, now here's fun. another another thing that I do want to want to suggest, and you can pass on to him this whole iAngler app that Dave Skrosky and all them guys are working on with with DNR and the state. You guys may have that as an option, and what you might be able to do is open more areas to 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 accommodate the tournament. You know, maybe had this launch trip and this launch trip and this launch. It all works off internet, it all works off pictures, which you're basically catching yeah, releasing the bass is, this anyway. This is a you know? bass club. This was a, I can't even think of the name of it. It's a bass club that he's had. Well, if, if it's a bass club that's been there and that's where they want to fish, that's that, then home. no 100%, was, then yes, yeah. let, let's get that shit locked down. Let's yeah. put some Let's put some ropes up. Let's yeah. let's block some roads off for yeah. the tournament that day only. We'll get in touch with some events people. Up there planning and I'm telling you, parking recs, parking recs. There's know? people that have tournaments there from other clubs, and you know they struggle with parking there just like everybody else. Sure, but this yeah. is kind of a little bit different. He ends up taking up a spot. Right there at the water, at the beach, at the at the ramp, and sets up a tent, barbecue grill. Everybody that catches, yep. everybody that's in the tournament, you know, you go down there, you have some drinks, you eat some hot dogs, hamburgers, and um, it's a great time. And I just want him to be able to keep doing that in and, the future. And we want that, and too. And I think that with everybody that, you know, fishes down there, we know enough people that we could just say, hey, just for today. Right. 
You know, I, I think we can get the word out I, enough I, to where yeah, we, we yeah, can get everybody fishing in different yep. spots for that, yeah. at least that one day. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I'd even be willing to maybe open up something private for the day and let right. 100, 200 people in there to get them out of there. You know what exactly, I'm saying? Exactly, yep. Well, and, that, and his tournaments usually, I think we launch at, what was it, 530, 6 o'clock. But yeah. even then, anymore, you get down there at 430. I know. You can't find It's like you're saying, Chris, you know, basically – 80%, oh, probably more, 90% of the places to fish, especially if you have a kayak or a boat, it's public waterway. Right. So, there are, you know, you can't really have a spot. Right. I mean, I mean here's the thing, you know, we, we know we got Marsha working for us over there at the refuge, you mm-hmm. know, we're working with the people in the county, the mayor, you know, we're talking to everybody, we're staying in contact with people. You know, we, we want the community to reach out to us in a kind way, the same kind way that we're responding to you, you know what I mean? So, I mean, that's how we need to really kind of handle this stuff. This whole yelling and screaming and cussing and pointing fingers and all that, we're not solving a darn thing. We're just creating more resentment. We're creating more hostility. And that's not what the world needs right now, you know. No, there's think, enough of that going around. You know, I mean, I mean we, now, with everything going on, yeah. if you go down, you can go down to any of the fishing spots. And with everything going on in the cities and stuff like that, I'm not going to get into it on here. And yeah, I sure. No, this I'm is not at all. Sure. But when you go out fishing, you don't run into any of that. No. Right, right. You know, I don't see anybody different when we're fishing. Right. If you're fishing and you haven't caught any, like I said, black, white, yellow, I don't, I don't care who you are, what, where you came from. 100%. I'm going to give you fish if 100%. you need to fish. I, I think, I think that that we all just want to do the, the next right thing. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the bottom line. I mean, yeah. I, I look at yeah. Gary and all the all the extra things that Gary does for people that you know, aren't necessarily paying to go on a guided trip or anything like that. And I'm the same way, you know what I mean? I could be charging two, $300, take somebody out there. Instead, I'd rather be a nice guy and maybe hang out with my dog for four hours and tell you where to go, you know what I mean? See somebody <laughs> catch one that's not caught one. Right. Right. Uh, that's the best like thing. Like Horn last weekend, which I'm going to post a picture of. This guy came up all the way from Georgia. He was visiting, and, and he caught one like 20 minutes before dark, and the thing came out of water, danced on his tail, and he just lit up, man. It's just, it's awesome. There's nothing better than than when you get to see somebody's first catch or their first snakehead. That that's one of the best feelings. I tell you what, I'm really enjoying is seeing all these kids, man. Yeah. All these kids with all yeah. these. So uh, so 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 we got another brand I haven't mentioned yet, and uh, we're going to start working on some of that. And that's Dragon Boys B O Y Z. So I got that name allocated, and we're going to start doing something with that here in the near future. Um, and what what was that? Uh, this, this this is going to be like the ten the pound, dragon, this the dragon, the ten yeah. pound club, man. You dragon, know what I mean? You, you want to get be. in it, man? You if you want to be a dragon boy or a dragon girl, and we, I got that too with the Z. So uh, you know, I mean, yeah, man, hmm. we're we're we're, we're going to start teaching them how to catch the big ones. Slayer. <laughs> might already have that one too. <laughs> <laughs> I been, told you, I got hundred twenty names right now. Shirt, right? <laughs> <laughs> Blackwater Dragon Slayer or Blackwater Bandit Slayers. I don't know. There's a, there's only room for one bandit. There is, and you are that. I would never try to be the bandit unless I wore a pink mask. <laughs> <laughs> I might make that happen. <laughs> you probably will. Just just, 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 be, not just make me eat crow like you're meeting Wayne and all them guys <laughs> eat crow. Would you say, Gary? I said that's Bambi, not ban, Bandit. <laughs> <laughs> the snakehead Bambi, hey. Yeah, there you go. For the baby snakeheads. I don't know anyway. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know I me. Mean? I sit here at night and all I think about it. Say, hey, man, yeah. this could work, this could work, that could work. <laughs> so what is your plan for this year i mean what what is what is your goal snakehead fishing like if you got one goal for this year we all we all got a pb we know that 
You know, but, but, but what what is your goal for this year? What what do you what do you intend to accomplish out there on the refuge? What is, what, what does Chris want to do? I, I mean, the tournament scene is all but gone this yeah, it's, year. It's a weird year. You know, I, I got the, there's something I've got to go for you. There's some West. Don't side tear ones. your rotator cuff. No, <laughs> definitely not. See, I painful. You know, you, you add up all the bills. That's like forty grand. No doubt. Yeah. Look, so. here's the thing. We're gonna have some tournaments. Yeah, we're gonna have some here. Yeah. But I think we're going to utilize this eye angler thing that we're all talking mm-hmm. about. There's a couple of different things and, out there you could use, but that's nice because it the reason we want to use this eye angler app is because we're linking it to the state and we're doing that for the data collection on the snakeheads, right. you know, that kind of stuff, so that we can kind of right. track that. And there are that's some tick, like tricks that, to that, that. From what I understand, that you know, there are settings in there that you have to put in there for you if you don't want anybody to know. Because yes. an eye angler app, I believe, is is. It, you could share your spot with Public other view. people that you fish with. If you want to. If you want it's to. A choice, it's yeah. something that you could turn off. Yes. So, you know, if you're in this tournament and, and it's a, a eye angler, you know, you could turn that off. Right. Um, and like we were talking about earlier, you know, all they want to know is what body of water. Exactly. Yeah, we don't need, we don't want they don't need to know GPS, where your GPS How many bricks were in the ground? Nah, there. They but don't like need that. any of that as far as DNR is concerned yeah. or the tournament's concerned. When we were all they want to know is where the body, what body of water. When we were on the uh, the call with Dave earlier, that's he said you don't have to check it in while you're fishing because if you do that, it'll use your GPS. You can wait right. till you get back to the weigh-in. Right. And then... You just you just have your general look. Just give the general location, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah, and there's no problems with that whatsoever. Right, right. So, right, yeah. Kaz, you ready? You got any one mores? And you darn right, I do. <laughs> <laughs> He's always got a one, one more. more right? right. So, look before we even get into it, I just want to say, Chris, thank you for all that you do here. Thank you for being the guy that you are. Thank you for helping people. Just thank you for being who you are, the masturbator. Hey, I yeah. try. I mean, you know. Something's got to tear my rotator. <laughs> might as well be fishing, right? <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Oh, yeah, he did. That's why oh, we I love did. him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, anything else, I'm going to add one more thing. You know, by the end of the year, I hope to have a couple other people catching fish, and they know who they are. They haven't caught any fish yet. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get them on fish, and uh, there's a couple of them out there. I got some some young kids that wanted to go fishing that with everything going on, they haven't fished. Um, they were adopted and they want to go fishing, but with everything going on, I can't get them to go fishing right now. Um, so as soon as that's done, that's probably my goal to do, um, is to get them out and to get them a snakehead. And there's a couple other special people out there, you know, take fishing. Hello. Hello. Hold on, I'll ask him right now. Okay, so we got somebody here, and this is what they're asking you. Hold on, what was that? I've never been to Dorchester County, and I'm going to go snakeheading for the first time. Where do you think I have my best chance to break my skunk? Okay. If I had to go someplace Hold on, Bob, we're getting it. Right now... Off land, uh, you can just say the body of water. How's that? We don't got to give a, a location, but if you have one the two body- spots, the two spots you fish from land that I would go to, it would either be Transquagan or I would go to uh, Chickwakamka. Okay, there you go, folks. So if you're yes. coming down tomorrow, you've never been here, and that's yeah. what you want to do is you want to catch a snakehead. Listen yeah. to Chris. Go over there, think out the box, 
be diverse like we talked about, and don't be afraid to go and take a little drive and explore the county and look for something that you might not know Two about. Might on be, both if, if it looks marshy and you've thrown everything in there, the, the, the thing I know that's going to catch them, if I don't throw anything all day, I'm going to throw this one lure if I haven't caught them, and that's a number three MEPS. And that's it. That's that's the best advice I can get. Yeah. Don't get any of the flashy colors, brass, little red tail. Maps mm. number three. Throw some stuff first that'll that's halfway right. weedless, so you make yeah. sure there's not a bunch of yeah, hangups yeah, yeah, yeah. in there. You don't want to start out with maps. You're going to lose first yeah. time you cast. Yeah, it was yeah. junk in the water. Right, right. But if you know the body of water and you know they're there, you're sitting there looking at bubbles, and it's the most frustrating thing. You can sit there and throw chatter bait, swim bait, splatter bait, whatever you want to. When it comes down to it, if you can't catch them on any of those, throw maps. Nine times out of ten, you'll catch one. It might not be the biggest thing, but I bet you catch a small one. It'll and kill that, that, that might anyway. be that hey, one. Hey, what's that saying I got? What is that? Um, they can't all be big, big but, but they, they can, can all be big fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? We got anything else for Mr. Dixon tonight or what? What do you think? I think you're good. I think we're good. Any more one mores for you, Gary? No. Nope, Any good. one mores for you, Eddie? I'm good. I got one more thing, folks, and I hope you're ready. <laughs> Here we go. All right, folks, it's time. It's now. It's the first one of the year, and we're going to have lots going on. The Sunday Fun Day Giveaway! Hey, look out here at the crab stand. We got a little crabby jingle we like to sing to all our friends. And if you've never heard it, I want you to learn it because you're going to come out here to the crab stand and you're going to sing that jingle. And I just <laughs> might throw an extra crab or two in your bag if you do it. So we have a little crabby jingle out there, and this is just how it goes. Are you ready? My crabs, they have three first names. It's heavy, full, and fat. My crabs, they have a fourth name. Absolutely monster-packed! So, if you ask me where they're from, they're all from right here on the Eastern Shore where we're at right now. And they're all guaranteed Maryland number ones. At the crab stand, here's a fact I know for sure you're coming back. Kapow! Kapow! And Kapow! All right, folks, look. Kapow! Our first let's get a prize from WickedStickers.com. My good friend, Eris Mato's out there. We're going to give you a nice crab stand t-shirt this weekend. All right, Zane Grove, you come on out and you get that t-shirt. Kapow! From Blackwater's Edge, right here where we did the podcast. Look, folks, you can thank Eddie, you can thank Gary, you can thank the Masturbator if you want. But ultimately, just thank God we're giving you a prize. All right, look, I'm going to give you $25 worth of snakehead tack in order to be at the crab stand this weekend. All right, folks? Look, Stonebridge Grill. My good friend Mitch over there. What we want you to know is we want you to know that the Stonebridge Grill is open for outdoor dining, carryout, and curbside. Look, we're taking all the right safety and sanitary precautions while offering some of the best food in the area. Take a drive in the country out here at Stonebridge Grill in Parkton, Maryland and get yourself some awesome food. Look, Mitch is going to give you guys a $20 gift card this weekend. And who's going to get that $20 gift card? Robert Harris. You get that. Okay. Cardinal Crab, my good friend Mike Lovejoy. Look, you want to try some different kind of crab spice? Give my good friend Mike a like on Facebook over there. Look, Cardinal Farms, this is what it is. It's his homemade uh, crab seasoning. It's got... Uh, you know, real good spice in it. And he's also going to make some other organic products fresh out of his own garden. So it'll be fresh stuff, folks. You're going to like that. Outlaw Barbecue, my good friend Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers, what are you doing over there? I know what you're doing. You're eating a bunch of crabs this weekend you got for me out there. I know that. Well, look, Steve's going to give somebody a T-shirt and, uh, and a hat. And Nate Weaver, you're going to get that. 
Every at the crabs and you know I'm always giving away stuff. So every day, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I'm going to pick a winner for somebody to come pick something up at the crab stand. But every Thursday, we're going to at least pick a couple of you here to get some free crabs. So look, this weekend, I'm going to have George Giles. Kapow! I hope I said that right. And Mr. Vince Edwards, if you guys come Kapow! over, I'm going to give you each a dozen crabs. You're going to come with a big smile on your face, and you're going to have a big fat belly while you're sitting on that couch. All right, look, folks, we're done. We've had a great time. From Eddie, Gary, myself, and the masturbator, we'll see you next Thursday. Keep on masturbating. <laughs>